20-Minute Morning Show is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. What we know is that the country has been playing politics for a long time on this hatred. We know this. So it's easy for us to place it all on Donald Trump's shoulders. It's easy for us to place Pittsburgh on his shoulders. It's easy for me to place Charlottesville on his shoulders. It's easy for us to place El Paso on his shoulders. This is us. And if we're going to get past this, we can't blame it on him. He's a manifestation of the ugliness that's in us. All of this has happened because the Hispanic people have been dehumanized. They have been dehumanized by the president, by his enablers, by other politicians. This is one of the lowest points in American history. And if we don't recognize this as such, we will not have the turning point that we so desperately need as a country. You're listening to the 20 Minute Morning Show for Wednesday, August the 7th. The president's going to El Paso, but here's something different. They don't think he should come. El Paso's Congresswoman Veronica Escobar said this on MSNBC. From my perspective, he is not welcome here. He should not come here while we are in mourning. We want to talk about uh, these latest mass shootings and the killings that's been going on first in El Paso, Texas, and then in Dayton, Ohio, which is the hometown of Sunday. And Sunday, you, yes, I, know, I know you want to start off because that's your hometown. And what are you feeling right now about that happening in your city? Right now, emotionally, I'm going through so much. Not that it just happened in my city. Uh, you know, that's very personal to me, but that it, it just keeps going on. And what bothers me is the rhetoric that's going on um, about it. You know, um, my problem is this. They're trying to make this a mental health issue. And it's not mental health. The only mental health issue is the hatred. And I don't know how you classify that. But, you know, I, I, I'm honestly, be honest with y'all. I went into a store the other day and I felt myself kind of looking around more like, well, is somebody going to come into a gas station and start shooting down? So it's got me kind of in a bad headspace. And I don't know if it's just because it hits so close to home or because it keeps happening so frequently. But it's just, you know, I think, and I'm not the only one I think that is experiencing, and I'm not going to call it fear. It's going to be called uh, a hyper awareness yeah. of like, okay, what, what what's next, you know? And it, and it really made me think about you, DJ. Uh, I, I really want to ask you, how are you feeling now? Because I know we had the conversation about carrying weapons, and you talked about getting up for your karate. But I mean, bro, he walked into Walmart and just started shooting. These people were at a club, but they just started shooting. Yeah. You know, that doesn't change my stance on weapons. I don't believe in carrying weapons. I haven't changed my stance on it. What do you say, Sean? Um, I understand that Sunday is saying that he is now more fearful, but to me, these are the same races that we have been dealing with for 400 years before the inception of America. I think now that because it is happening to other individuals other than black people, it's considered terrorism. This is a natural part so, of the you know, American um, fabric. It's a natural right. part of it. I think that black people are fearful. I mean, Sunday says he's more fearful now, but I believe majority of black people who live in impoverished communities or just black communities are fearful every day. 
yeah. of being gunned down. I think what, I, what I'm expressing even more is just a more of a stepped up thing because it seems it doesn't matter where you are right now, you know, and it really bothered me that people were out having a good time and got shot. People at a Walmart shopping for the kids got shot. We're living in that time now. This is the time that we're living in where the scriptures are being fulfilled right in front of our, our faces. And we as a black community are refusing to acknowledge or we just plain ignorant to the fact that you're dealing with your open enemy. Every animal, every creature that has been born on this planet has a natural enemy. And when you talk about what's going on with the, uh, the mass killings and the hatred Black people, we know what we're we're looking at, and you know you think about the uh, lynching pictures that we see from the 1940s and 50s, where you had all these white people hunched around and crowded around a black body, and they're smiling and laughing. Did these people have mental illness, or did they know what the hell they were doing? So these are the same races. Yeah, these are the. But you, what you're facing now is the children and the grandchildren of those people. Now that you're dealing with in a modern context, ain't nothing changed. You're still dealing with the same people and the same mentality. Yeah, the ideology has passed from one generation to the next. That's right. And I do agree with you, BJ, that it is a fulfillment of the scriptures. Again, like I always talk about, uh, I know y'all don't like the separation talk, but the only way that black people are going to have any peace is that we must separate ourselves from this white supremacy, this white nationalism, these people don't want to even convict them of their own selves. They're going all around, beating around the bush, not to call it what it is, is white supremacy, white hatred against people of color or brown, the brown people, the black people. They, they're not going to convict them on their own selves. So don't expect the white people to say, yeah, it is white supremacy. It is white na- uh, nationalism. We need to stop this. We need to come together and stop this. Why isn't the white community outraged about this? It's, it's only us talking about this. They are outraged. They're trying to say, especially Democrats, they're trying to say that because of Donald Trump, that this is why this is happening. But can't they stop it? Can't the white community come together and say, we're going to stop this? Just like we tried to come together and talk about we're going to stop the violence in our neighborhood. Why, why aren't there cries from those communities saying, well, we're going to stop the the white nationalist movement. We're going to stop the violence against minorities as white people. We're going to have well, our let, own court. Let me say this. You know what? If a Muslim picked up a gun, they call it terrorism. If a, a Hispanic picked up a gun and shoot like that, again, it's terrorism. If a black does, it's terrorism. And they put it on the whole group of people. But if a white young man does it, he's, he's mentally insane. So yeah, that's what I said the earlier. language. You know, if you just listen to the language, you know, it's always, oh, well, it's not the whole grouping. It's just this isolated matter. But it is a sickness because I thought about this. That young man in Dallas, he, he drove from Dallas, Texas to El Paso for 11 hours. He had on his mind what he wanted to do. That is beyond, you know, that that's not just mental illness. That's something much deeper. It's in the DNA of, uh, of that individual to have that much hate that you could drive 11 hours with the thought that's of nothing, killing people on your mind. But that's not new because people used to drive from miles around from other states to witness a hanging. They would advertise this stuff. We got to go back into the history. They used to advertise a hanging 
coming up this Sunday. We're going to hang. Have to go far. We're going to hang so and so and so, and they would drive around. They would drive miles away so they could collect ears, nose, toes, fingers. Uh, and BJ, from but black that is people. true. That is true. But you don't have to go that far in history. You can just talk about Dylan Roof and the police officers buying him breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm talking about from a historical so, standpoint. People don't know this. People are oblivious to what white people have done as far as you talking about white terrorism and and they they have these uh these large gatherings of white people crowded around a black body and torturing and executing them. They don't know their own history. And somebody's gotta teach well, let them. Me ask, let me ask you, is that mental illness or is that just in their DNA? That's it's in the DNA and this hatred. I just told you that you have a natural born enemy that's against the rise of black people. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, your natural enemy against freedom, justice, and equality has been white people that you've been uh, battling for 460 some years in America. And here they come again with the same same crap that their fathers did. And it's going to get worse. But see, this is the thing. people. It's going to get worse. This is not just some, this is the light part of it. This is the appetizer. It's going to get worse. But, but, but BJ, can we say that about every white person in America? I, I mean, I, I understand where you're Sonny, coming don't from. Do that. And I don't, I, don't, do and that, I don't disagree. Sonny, don't, but let me don't be soft-hearted against this. With this, I'm don't. not soft-hearted. You, you, I, you know we're not talking about all white people. We know you're not talking about right, all white but, people. Right, but I think we... Wait a minute. We got to make that clear, though, because my thing is this. I understand where you're you coming from. You don't have to apologize the for the truth. Don't apologize well, no, for no, the I'm truth. Well, no, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just saying, when you say that, you know, we're, we're, we're putting everybody care. in a group just like they put us. We, I, I could care less what white folks think. If the shoe okay. fit, you wear it. But if it don't, why don't you fight with us against that type of mentality? So, yeah, All don't right. worry about that. Man, we we the ones at the bottom of the barrel. We care, I care less what you think. We got to start carrying that type of attitude because our people's lives are at stake. What do you, See, the playbook is already in play. And as soon as they get enough nerves. And now, so these things take a lot of courage to do. You got to hype yourself up over the course of time to go out and start executing this plan that the white supremacists and the, and the white nationalists have planned. You just can't just go out there and start killing. They're working up their nerve to do it. And once they do it, every now and then somebody will say, oh, F it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And this is what's happening. And so we got to be vigilant. We got to be aware at all times that this stuff could pop off at any moment, no matter where you are. That's what time we live in, y'all. And the question is, what are black people going to what? What do we have set up to fight against this? I don't have an answer. We better come I, up with I, one. I, 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 I don't have an answer. We better come up with one. And it ain't carrying a bunch of guns because you will never outgun the well-armed white people of this country. There's 275 million guns, they say, that are in America. And it's not pick up and march to separation land or wherever you, wherever that is. Okay, well, Maybe tell, me, well tell me what it is. We ain't talking about Wakanda. I, I, like, I don't know, but I just know that um, that's, you know, like, that's just not reality. What? It's a beautiful idea, but what? it has no reality to it. So God is the only reality that there is, and we should want what God wants. And I, and I think we do, but like Sean, um, the question becomes this, it's, it's happening. And I mean, I think all of us 
I know people are, you know, are living in fear. And to say, let's get up and separate. That can't happen today. You know what I'm well, saying? I don't know what y'all so waiting on. Can we tell what? them, wait a minute, wait a minute. What What is it that we still got to, you know, there's a lot that goes into that, DJ. You know, I get the overall plan, but the code of people that say we got to separate today, you know, Man, that's what not going to be out of where are we going? We ain't got to go. We, we, are we waiting on you to give us the blueprint? We, look, I told to you, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has the blueprint for us. We just laughed at him and scoffed at him and tried to make mockery. But the man told you 40 years ago, black people must unite and do something for themselves. <laughs> and now we're about to pay the consequences of rejecting guidance from the wise from among us. That's what we, BJ, we're walking into. It. You, why haven't y'all done it? We try to get all of our people involved. No, in you you do it first and then let us We already know. separated. We separated from white folks. We're separated from working for the enemy. How? We separated. How are you separated? We you are. buy your detergent from Walmart. You buy your tissue from Family Dollar. You go to Chick-fil-A. You you, you go to the bank. Um, of course. You of get course. gas from White Man Gas of Station. Of course. Of course. We um, do that because we don't have all those Uber. things in place. See, so that's, that's trying to clown the idea. Because no, you know all, like you no, know all I of know, us go there because we don't have no grocery stores. We don't have we don't have no grocery stores. You're saying you're separated, and I'm saying I'm, prove to me I'm that I'm not going to argue with ignorance. It's you know we don't have that. You know we don't have that. You know we don't have that as okay, a people. Okay, then you're not separated. But listen, I'm saying that we got to get into the mentality of moving away from this current system of things. You're not going to survive like this. You're not going to make okay, it. Okay, with well, BJ first. You have to get resources because you just can't move without any resources. But you got to become a united front. You got to become a united people in order to um, have those resources. We got to fall in love with each other. And listen, I don't know how long that's going to take. I don't know if that's going to be within our, our lifetime. We'll probably be dead and gone, but the idea must be established for our children, our children's children to have a future. You're not, you know, if our children are talking about this but it's 50 years from now if our children are still dealing with this kind of crap we talk about right now it's our fault for more news for and about people of color go to our website uinews.net this is UIN Urban Internet News Uncut I'm AK Thanks for listening. Okay! A Georgia elementary school is facing backlash for having a poster inside their school that displayed hairstyles that were deemed appropriate and inappropriate for black students. On the poster, which was posted at Narvi Harris Elementary in Decatur, the hairstyles that were deemed inappropriate included braids, cornrows, and haircuts with designs. Appropriate hairstyles included haircuts for boys with no designs. There were no hairstyles considered appropriate shown for girls. The country's been rocked by three mass shootings that killed at least 32 people over the last eight days. In the most recent shooting, six out of the nine people killed at a bar in Dayton, Ohio, were black. Connor Betts opened fire using an AR-15-style assault rifle and a 100-round drum to kill nine people, including his own sister. Speculation is that Betts was angry that his sister was dating a black man and was specifically targeting black people during his rampage. 
In a city now predominantly black and Latino, the city of Charlotte is regretting their agreement to host the controversial renomination convention for President Trump. The council discussed backing out of the convention, but eventually decided against it after the city attorney said trying to do so would bring big legal bills and would almost certainly end with a judge requiring the city to host the convention regardless. A black woman in the Bronx was arraigned on charges connected to six break-ins in Westchester, New York, allegedly having targeted people while they were away at a wake or funeral. She allegedly found her targets by looking at obituaries and burglarizing the homes of the dead person's loved ones while they were at the funeral. That's some cold shit. Author Toni Morrison, winner of the Nobel Prize in Literature and the Pulitzer Prize in Fiction, died Monday night at the age of 88. Morrison was best known for her 1987 Pulitzer Prize-winning novel, Beloved, later adapted into a 1998 film starring Oprah Winfrey and Danny Glover. In 1993, she was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature, becoming the first black woman to receive the honor. You probably haven't heard of a professional basketball player by the name of DJ Cooper. Well, that's okay. You're about to hear about him now. His only NBA experience was a brief moment in the summer of 2016 as a member of the Washington Wizards summer team. Before that, he played for four years at Ohio University, and after that, he played in Europe for teams in Greece and Monte Carlo. Now, he's been suspended until mid-2020 after a drug test revealed that he was pregnant. Oh, hell no. That's right. What had happened was, his dumbass turned in his girlfriend's urine as his own. What? It's unclear if he already knew she was pregnant, which he probably didn't because that would make him even a bigger fool. Upon receiving the results, the International Basketball Federation immediately suspended him for two years. His suspension will be lifted in June of 2020, or after he has the baby, whichever comes first. You've been listening to UIN, Urban Internet News Uncut, a part of the B.J. Murphy 20-Minute Morning Show. UIN Uncut is produced by Urban Internet Media for the Urban Internet News Network. Please subscribe to the UIN podcast, and for more news and information for and about people of color, visit the Urban Internet News website at uinews.net. Okay! Thank you for listening to the 20-Minute Morning Show, a podcast production brought to you by Inside Urban Media, written and produced by B.J. Murphy from our Charlotte, North Carolina studios. Please subscribe to the show, and you'll be alerted when our daily episodes are published weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Our daily contributors are Sean Sunday, A.K. from the UIN Uncut News Team. And for more news about and for people of color, go to our website, uinews.net. And we'll see you on the next episode of the 20-Minute Morning Show, wherever podcasts are played. Minute Morning Show is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.